This is another five star production. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the latest and greatest episode from the Tribe Talk Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Robert. To the left of me, we have Clayton. Howdy. Next in, we have Stats of Research. Yo. And last but not least, from Parts Unknown, we have Khalil. What up? What's up, guys? How y'all doing? I played basketball for the first time in God knows how long. Oh, really? Yeah. With Give you a little uh, clap for that. How did that go? <laughs> I lost every game. So I shouldn't have gave you a clap. Okay. <laughs> well, the thing was, was that uh, I was captain and Fabian was captain, and we were just kind of like alternating teams, and my team lost every single time. So it was fun. Do you feel like you lost because you weren't playing well, or you feel like the squad that you picked wasn't up to par each time? Cause to lose every time, especially at the end, like you can I mean, you can get a win off of the I, team. I didn't I didn't shoot well at all, but I was facilitating. I, okay. I, the balls didn't go. The ball didn't go in the basket. That's all I gotta say. Oh, ball didn't wasn't working for I, you. I, but I'm not. I'm also to blame. I wasn't shooting well at all today. So day. in this current physical version of you, with your game, what NBA player would you compare yourself to now? Escalade. Oh, you're still big country. White Escalade, yeah. I was thinking you like you feel like flick. You said you're in a. Do you try high post moves? Do you try to no. I'm just facilitating. That's it. Do you even get? A, do you even call for a screen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. All yeah, right. I'm all right. Did you guys go out this weekend or no? You went to the beach. <laughs> do you want to talk about that story or no? Wow. Or he might kill you. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about it? or You don't have to. I mean, I mean, nothing really happened. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, just on my way to the beach, you know, you know how, like, when you leave the neighborhood and you're, like, pulling up to a stop sign, but there's, like, you know, there's, like, a crosswalk, mm-hmm. so you don't really pay much attention to it, pulled up, I was like, oh, shit, got on a bike, looked right into my eyes, I was like, oh, that's Greg Hardy, <laughs> and he just rolled by, I was like, hmm, now, if I would have hit him, that would have been my life, so. Or his. I wasn't going that fast. Oh, 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 oh. No, I was going to say, how fast were you going? No, not not fast. I mean, oh, okay. yeah, because, you know, I'm, I'm just rolling to the stop. So I was only going like five miles an hour. If oh. I would have clipped that, man, it would have been a problem. Were you th- w- that was in Hollywood or was it out this here? It was right, right in front of the neighborhood. Oh, it was like in front the of the neighborhood? first turn to leave the neighborhood, yeah. Oh, shit, that's wild. What would you be doing over here? Oh, it was, was on a bike. Oh, I thought I thought, I thought it was I thought by Hollywood. I thought it was the beach. Oh no no yeah. no! Like literally right I there. I thought at least there would have been witnesses. Yeah. Even if it was if Greg Hardy right. killed you here, that's Even it. We would have never heard from Kalu. He knows where I live, so it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> Dear <laughs> God. Yeah. I, yeah. I it was that. literally the first one. That's scary. Greg Hardy. Don't tell me he lives here. Distance of you. I have no clue. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he didn't make that much money. A lot. A lot of football players live around this area, so. Yeah, that's true. But they live like over there in the south. Over there, that I way. Mean, the man was on the bike, so I don't know where he was coming <laughs> from. That's true. He could live over there. Could be a large biking yeah. distance. That's uh, a lot of land over here. How was the beach though? Not, Not bad. bad. Not yeah. bad at all. Good time. Yeah. yeah. Were you sleeping, or did you go to work, Brandon? Were you oh, sleeping? I was. I was at work. Oh, okay. All right. I could not make the beach. <laughs> we did go out Friday though. Oh, where'd you go? Went down to down to Winniewood. Oh, how was that? Oh, I found out that night. By the way, the name of that night. That, that R&B night? Uh-huh. Do you know what it's called? Doo-wop. Yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I found that out like two weeks ago. Nicole sent me the text. Oh, Or okay. the Instagram, whatever. 
Uh, yeah. Racket. Kind of dead. Was it doo-wop night? No. Oh, when is no, that? If it was doo-wop night, it would have been packed. So oh, I was already TJ. doing that. Yeah, okay. Doo-wop's on Saturday. It was a Friday. Uh, nah, then we went to, then we went to Shots. Shots was actually uh, lit. They had a great time. So. Y'all had a great time? I, I enjoyed myself. He had the time of his life. Care to partake? Uh, uh, you know, I was just uh, there. We were uh, We were there? <laughs> yeah, you know, we were all there. Uh, me, me and Khalil we were doing a little bit of bird watching. And, uh, <laughs> and that could mean like one of five different things. You, well, know, you know what that means. Come on. I'm using it in the context that Robert would use it. And, uh, you know, I... Uh, what is this? The same lawyer, but different fucking... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, both of you, you guys just switching off who's the lawyer and who's not? It's never good to represent yourself. <laughs> yeah, you always got to have some type <laughs> of protection. You can't clearly, you know, look at the facts if you do that. So it's always best, even if you are a lawyer, <laughs> to, uh, you know, have somebody else uh, defend you. That's free advice, by the way, Clinton. By the way, quick Thanks question. For the pro bono. No <laughs> Quick question. Since we're speaking of bird watching, we was at the beach yesterday. Mm-hmm. So they it it came to me that they told me that um do you think that do you assume if a girl has a tattoo she's like a certain age? No. Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. Told you. Damn. Why well, what, what do you what what do you assume she is? Twenty? At least like nineteen or something. No. 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 She could be like sixteen now. Have you seen remember high school? How many Why girls? Does everybody that? Say I told that. him that I only he, knew one girl. He swore to God that he only knew one I only person. knew like one girl well, that I, I knew. Like, I, well, we were like the average Joes of the high school, but I knew at least like four. Yeah, no, nah, I was the kids out with the girls out around, they weren't they, no, they, yeah, they bro, weren't getting tattooed. Yeah. Th- there there was a kid in Walter C that had a tattoo. He was like in eighth grade. He had his his gang affiliation right here. Yeah, like we had a girl like that at, at Pines Middle, but she was like 16. Yeah, no, he was like 14 years old. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's just, they were older, so I, that's not that surprising. But I don't know. I just thought, you know, it's just, no, that was usually like my telltale sign. No, I don't know anymore. All right, well. No, I'm just lost. There's that. There's the recap. Might lost. as well get into the MLB report since this is a sports pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, unless you want to talk about conspiracy theories, Khalil. You have one? Conspiracy theories about what? Anything. I know you must have a, a conspiracy. No, really? Oh, no. No. oh we gonna get into conspiracy not theories. Right. No, I got in one. the I'm NBA. Later. Yeah, in the NBA. <laughs> I right. ain't fucking doing this today. Well, before we do the NBA, we gotta go with America's traditional pastime. And now for Clayton. America's bathroom Emphasis on past time. I said past time. I didn't say it was now. Yeah. All right. I'm just saying. And the way he said, the way he said, Jackie, he could be talking about the past too. But you know. Okay, all right. I see where this is going. And now for Clayton's MLB report. Question of the day. Is Josh Donaldson racist? No. I mean. Josh Donaldson is yeah. the name? Yeah. yeah. Wait, we knew. Didn't we have a teacher named Donaldson? He wasn't. Uh, he gave his first the name vibe. wasn't Josh, but he was a Celtics <laughs> fan. <laughs> he was a Celtics fan. Oh, oh they scored. They put them, away. put them away. Put them away. Put them away. Sorry, we're watching the Inter Miami game. Um, but anyways, I, there's a lot of you know a lot of different stories around this uh, this news. Josh Donaldson was on second base. Uh, decided to call Tim Anderson, shortstop for the Chicago White Sox. He goes, "Hey Jackie, what's up?" And uh, Tim came out post game 
and said that Josh called him Jackie and he felt that he was deeply disturbed by that because that was a comment that did not need to be uttered. You know, you don't have to call him Jackie Ro uh, in honor of Jackie Robinson. Obviously, I feel like that should be known. But um, he said uh, that the the comments were distasteful and it was rude and he didn't stand for it and it blew up. Josh Donison comes out pregame before the following White Sox game and says that he did that last year and Tim Anderson was totally fine with it. And Brandon, uh, Josh Donison said that Tim Anderson actually called himself the Jackie Robinson of this day or something like that. Of his generation, what, I of think. Of his generation. No, what that's was not the, what, what he was, said. No, that's said. what Josh Donaldson said he said. But what was the actual it context, was, if you know off the top of your head? It was an, I believe it was an SI article in like 2019 where he said he felt um, he had, I guess like it was his time to, to be like Jackie Robinson. Because if you remember, um, uh, Back, I believe twenty nine. That was around like you know they had George Floyd and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And Tim Anderson was um, very like outspoken about that stuff. He was kind of like the face of Major League Baseball for. Well, he was. I, I I could you could argue actually that he kind of started let the kids play type of thing, because whenever Tim Anderson had that first real bat flip. I know you know which one I'm talking about. Oh, that, that one. Th that one. That and then one. he started getting beamed, and that, and that was a problem again. He, I'm not going to say that he started it, but I feel like he's the one that really umped it up, I guess you could say. He was very, like, t Tim Anderson has not been, like, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't, watch I don't watch baseball like that. I don't know if he's been very good or not. He is. I know he, uh, he was good. I don't know if he's, like. Oh, no, he's still all right. Still, he's still decent. Still playing well. Yeah. At, at twenty and in, in twenty nineteen, like he was probably like, like I I don't know if he if, if you, you could say top him five a superstar then, but like yeah, top five shortstop, top five oh. shortstop. That's what I meant, not and top five player. Yeah, top five shortstop. He was he was a hell of like he was a hell of a player. He was a star, and um, well, you know, like I said, with the the George Floyd kind of stuff, like baseball, you know, it's not really their wheelhouse. So, but he was kind of basically carrying that mantle for, for the league, and I get you know I guess that's the c I didn't read the article, so like I I don't fully know the context in which he meant it for myself, but my understanding is like that's kind of how he meant it, more like, you know I have to I have to be like a leader, not that I I am Jackie Robinson, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Okay. Go, go ahead, Rob. But there's more to the story, but. What's more to the story? Uh, well, today or uh, yesterday, maybe bench is cleared uh, during the Yankees White Sox game. Oh yeah. And uh, Tim Anderson came darting from uh, the shortstop position, came right into Josh Donaldson's grill, and had to be held back all the way into the uh, dugout, pretty much. Like he was all the way in there with Jose Abreu. And Liam Hendricks also came out, backed up his voice, talking about how Josh Donaldson, uh, he actually, I think, I'm pretty sure Liam Hendricks called him a racist. Um, and, oh, no, you know who it was? Tony La Russa. 
Tony LaRusso, which is ridiculous. Which is that wild. Is <laughs> Why? Wait, if you say he said that, Tony LaRusso said that it was a racist comment. Did if Tony you have, LaRusso if last you years ha- like get in trouble because he said something racist, a little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, had, he's had a checkered history. If Tony LaRusso is coming out and saying that's racist, you have to think uh, about yourself on the inner and see like what what problem did I cause type of thing. That's not how I see it. I <laughs> see it. Who the hell are you, Tony LaRusso? <laughs> Aaron Boone came out and said he didn't have a problem with it. It's just so his Aaron whole Boone is white, so <laughs> nobody cares. But there's just, there's been this big. And his last name is Boone. On top of it, he's not just white. Like his name is <laughs> his name is Aaron Boone. It's like ultra. Like that, like like Boone. Like you're probably from <laughs> like you know West lost. Virginia or something. <laughs> okay, that's where you go with that. Let's just skip. I it. just want to say though. I don't think he's racist. I think he's ignorant. That doesn't mean you're racist. No, like what he said is racist, but that doesn't mean he's Yeah, but I don't racist. think he's racist. I think he's just ignorant. Yeah. I mean, you can look at it how you want. I don't I don't like I said, I came into today not wanting to talk about the MOB as a whole, but I guess we had to talk about this well, you certain six comment. minutes on it. I did? Yeah. Or was it your three minute boon segment? It was a very important segment. <laughs> West Virginia, huh? The people need to know the difference between a Martin and a Boone. Khalil, your thoughts on it? Baseball sucks. Okay, well, that's fine. I agree as well. Wow, is that what you're going to say when we go to the game later this year? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That long-ass pause. You had to think about it. He probably um, he probably will just show great up. Stadium, I mean, but great food. Sport, it's yeah. self, I don't know about food. Relax. It's cheap. So it's not. It's stop. cheap. It's like eight dollars. No, no. that I had that one time was all right. No, their food's not expensive compared to Dolphins. Or no, the heat arena. Oh God, don't even get me started on the heat arena. Yeah, but you that's just disgusting. You're paying for winners. You're paying <laughs> for the winning environment. The Dolphins aren't winners. That doesn't. Not yet. Yeah, but not now. Soon come. Soon come. So they have a bi- they have a Benny. Ho- they, have a Benihana? they do have a Benihana. Yeah, yeah, they have a Benihana. And yeah, they have to do things to distract you from losing. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, who has a Benihana? Dolphins. Dolphins. Where? Bro, they got mad restaurants in, in there. Yeah. They have like a plant. Yeah. They got a bunch of stuff. When I a went last Benihana. year. Bro, yeah. That's not I even mean, like. It's not like you. I mean, it's, I don't think. Obviously, like a obviously, 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 obviously you can, yes. Yeah, you, get, you can get food. But from I don't even think that's the most like crazy thing. There. They have other stuff that that's kind they of have like. A bunch of name brand. Um, name like you like um, good yeah. Restaurants and stuff I like didn't that. know that. Oh shit. That's nah, you I forget. Got Duffy's in there still. Yeah, they you forget. It was like ten. It was like when we were in like middle school. There was like a report, and like them in the heat were like had the worst concession stand food in the entire United States. I could believe it. Yeah. So Steve Ross had to fix that. Yeah. All right, well, there was your MLB report. There was nothing. Like I said, bro, there was nothing in the MLB this week. That was the, pretty much the gist of it. Hmm. It's still newsworthy. And that was Clayton's MLB report. So how do you want to do this, Rob? Do you want to redeem yourself from last week, or do you want me to take over since I have notes now? No, you got it, bro. Oh, um, oh you're going to pass it off? Look, man, I'm not forcing it. I did, I did my job. <laughs> do yours. <laughs> All right, so let's. I'm gonna I'm skip uh, the first one because uh, I think me and Brandon have words not to each other. Just as you can already tell, he already has a conspiracy theory and he's talking about the NBA. So I think we are gonna have the same thoughts on that. Ain't nothing conspiracy about um, it. It is what it is. But we're about to watch. We're about to watch uh, the Golden State uh, Dallas Maverick game. 
Golden State up on the Mavs 2-0 already. And I don't believe either game has been relatively close, right? Um, right? No? Game two, I think, was close. But game two, they had the, the Mavs had the lead, oh, and then okay. they got the blown up. The Mavs were, like, like beaten in the whole game. But it seems as if, I mean, just from the first couple of games, it seems as if this might be a gentleman sweep. Unfortunately, we'll see how the Mavs come out. We'll see how the Mavs come out uh, coming up soon. Uh, but we wanted to know, Brandon, Khalil, uh, what do you guys think uh, is the best fit for Luka in terms of player? Someone that can take the Dallas Mavericks over the hump, I guess. A good star player that can... What the Mavericks need? Yes. Oh, like, shit. with um, with Luka, like, what player comes to mind when you think of that? Is this, Robert, like, what we talked about earlier in the week? You want, like, a, like an attainable player? It's like, somebody who might be available or just, like, anybody? Give me one player... Dreams in uh, alternate universe, and then you can give me one realistic. Well, realistic, I'd go Malcolm Brogdon. Okay. I think Malcolm that's Brogdon? Fit. What makes yeah. you say that? Because he'll probably be on the trading block, for one. And two, he's a – he's kind of like Spencer Dinwiddie. But more efficient? He's more efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, better he can, shooter. He's a better shooter. He can actually, like, run your offense, like, make everybody better. Like, he's not like a – He's not Chris Paul, but like you know, he can do enough playmaking. That's in the rundown. Everybody <laughs> else in the <laughs> to get everybody else involved, and also he's a he's a great defender. Mm. Um, so I think like if I'm the Mavericks, I'll probably be trying to swing that trade. Or actually, that it's had uh, po- some rumblings that possibly DeAndre Ayton might be available. So I would actually, I would put DeAndre Ayton on that list as well. Mm, interesting. I was going to say, I was going to say, I think they need a big, I mean, if they're going to live and die by the three, you need somebody to be able to get boards. Um, mm. So I would say DeAndre Ayton, definitely. Um, but in terms of like fantasy wise, I don't really. Do you think know. Jared Allen would be sufficient? Oh, you have Jared Allen leaving Cleveland. Yeah. Hmm. No, that would be a good pickup. I don't. I don't think. I don't know. I think. I think he. I think he would stay. You think he would stay? I think. The Cle- I think Cleveland wants him to stay too. If the thing is, is that Luca is so good at every other. Like he could play point. He could play shooting guard. He could play small. I. I really don't necessarily see. See. Uh, and the offense is gonna run through him. So you would rather just try and like grab wings that can shoot and try and deal with like the pick and roll game that you deal with Luca. That's why I also thought of a big man in itself. And I think Jared Allen would fit that role pretty well. Anything that Luka misses, Jared Allen would just grab. Jared Allen w- works well in the pick-and-roll game as well. I mean, that's that's who I think is obtainable. But it's all it makes sense if he leaves Cleveland or not. That's the only thing about it. You? They just paid him. They did? Yeah. He literally signed a five-year, $100 million co- contract, I think, during the season. Why yeah, he's he not. He's not leaving Cleveland. Okay, then maybe yeah, not Jared Allen. Like, just a big game happened. Okay, they were making fun of his clothes. I mean, if like, you just like got paid, you out here. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, All right, yeah, then fuck yeah. me then. All can right, well, I, can a I big interest you in Rudy Gobert. I was just about to say it. Damn Rudy, it. I, that's the one. That's the one that I've actually. Do you heard think Dallas they're gonna blow it up though? Interest in. No, no. Yeah, I think so. You think so too? I don't think so. You don't think so? I think they're like. I think it's gonna be like Portland. Well, they're gonna wait gonna like years later to blow it. I up. think it's gonna be a loser leaves town between Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. And in that situation, if you're the a organization, loser leaves town match. If you're in the organization, hey, you gotta let it's closer than you think it is. 
It doesn't really make sense. That's fine, but when you're trying to build a championship team, yeah, Rudy can bounce. It's okay. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that they will do it because it's not really like who you the know. Jazz have been. Plus, they also have like that new, the new owner and all that stuff. And I'm not sure he's trying to like tank. Like he just got the team, so. Um, but it would be in their best interest to do it. They should trade trade Donovan Mitchell, trade Rudy Gobert, and but I think they'll. Well, what they'll probably do is they'll probably try to like, like thread the needle. They'll try and trade Rudy Gobert, but they're not gonna get enough for him, and their team's gonna be worse. And then they'll have to trade Donovan Mitchell the next year. But they're not gonna fully blow it up this year because they they host the All Star game next year. So. Oh shit! That's right. They I need, forgot about they that. Need, they they're gonna do like the the Hornets did a couple years ago when they had Kemba and they probably should have traded him. Because uh, they didn't want to pay him, and they didn't because they were hosting the All-Star game. So Kemba was like their mayor of All-Star weekend. So. <laughs> That's that right. Didn't, that didn't, didn't last long. No, it didn't last long at all. Uh, For uh, Luka Doncic, I'd say not attainable. I told Bernie, I think Drew Holiday would be a really good fit next to him. Yeah, that would be a really That good would be a good fit for him. I think Malcolm Brogdon's like the, the realistic option there. But, but doesn't Drew kind of need the ball? No, Sometimes. he plays off ball. He plays off the ball. He, he, he started ball. his okay. career as a as a as a two. I know he I know he's a great defender, but I I just see him in in Milwaukee. That's the only reason. Nah, why he can play off ball. He should okay. have yeah. the ball in his hands. That's the reason why. Uh, uh. Oh, that's what you're doing now. <laughs> okay. I mean, come on now. If I mean, there's nothing wrong with him being your third best player, but when you have to rely on him to be your second best scorer on your team, you you can only get so far. I mean, fair enough. Um. One option, I think, which is kind of like a wild card, but I can see it happening. Uh, Jonathan Isaac would be good on the Mavs. No, they're not trading him. That they're not going to trade him. Why not? The Magic. Why not? Oh, they're about to they draft just, another. They just big. won the lottery. Their 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 future is Jonathan Isaac, whoever they pick at number one, and uh, another another six ten slim Wagner. big man to play next to. Oh, they're trading with Mo the Forbes. Ooh. Mo Bamba. Oh yeah, Mo Bamba is gonna yeah, be Mo Bamba to Dallas would not be bad. It wouldn't be bad. He's a that Texas would. boy too. That That's true. That's true. You know, unattainable who would be uh probably a pretty decent fit because he, he he can't really dribble. Who? Jalen Brown. Oh. We'll get there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I just thought Don't of Don't look it, at uh, me. He still uh, dropped the forty piece. Don't play yourself. That's cool. Shaky okay. handles. We will save it. Shaky save shooting. It. Save it. Oh, okay. Save Shaky it. We're saving handles. it. Save it. We're saving it. Shaky All right. Still get you a forty piece, but okay. Well, speaking a, I didn't say I didn't say you couldn't play. Just say you couldn't gonna, dribble. We're gonna go back and Nine forth. Shooter. We're gonna go back and forth here. We're gonna go back and forth here, based off what the comment he just said. You know, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. They they call them. You know, they're a duo, right? They're a little tag team. Based on the performances that you've seen this season and in the playoffs, the handicap match last night. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. What? Uh, who do you guys think is the best number two option in the entire league? Wow, that's a tough question. In uh, the entire the league, the best in number the entire two. League? Yes. Based off, of, I'm gonna just say based off of talent. I'm still going with Kyrie. I mean, I can't say no either. But but if not Kyrie, then he, Draymond. He comes. Ooh, number, number two? two, number two. It they go together. It's like peanut butter and jelly. One without the other ain't the same. That's it. That's a fair argument. <sighs> they should go in the Hall of Fame together. I'll get behind that. I'm with you. Number I two? agree. Yeah, I he's basically the second that. option. I mean, 
not offensively. He's not the second scorer. But the I second thought that's option. I thought that was the point of the question. No, nah, I meant like no, number no, no, two. No. Like, it doesn't mean you have to be the second okay, scorer. So You're just the second so, option. Okay, so let me ask to you To be this, honest I, with you, I, technically, Draymond's like probably their number one. He's their number one. Like, he, he literally brings well, the ball down Well, the hold on. Well, I'm let talking playmaking. I'm talking overall. Let me ask this question. Wasn't there a time this season or the season in the past where, oh, I think it was last season where they were dog shit. Right, yeah, where Steph they, and Clay were both out. Yeah, yeah but I just said that. Have you have you seen the Warriors when it was just Steph too? No, I have. No, 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 oh, okay. no, no. I, <laughs> you're right, but no, I'm saying like when Draymond went out there and it was just himself, he didn't really like make me go. Oh, it, that's a number two. I call it the Chris Bosh effect. <coughs> Which is what? Not the best player on the court, but you are the glue to the team. But Chris Boss won games when he was the only man on that court. You saw how many daggers he threw. Was so different though. Come on, you know. That. I, you're that. absolutely right. But yeah, I know you're talking about Toronto, he, Chris Boss. No. No. Oh, okay. No. No. But he did win those games a lot of those times. He did. Yeah, carry but the load. I mean, yeah, but, but uh, you're right. You're right. Better. You're right. I know. Okay. But it, I, if you're gonna compare it, you know, one. Do one, you one remember? Do you remember we were on those Warrior teams last? Those years that uh. That season, that stuff. And that was two years him. ago, right? Yeah. Do you remember who's on that team? No. Okay. So Guess that, that should tell you all you need to one know. One of them is uh, playing for the Heaters now. Like uh, Michael Mobis. Oh, yeah. He's under the Heat, right? Yeah, he's a yeah. NBA guy. Yeah, he doesn't even... He's in street clothes. That's the, and oh, he, that's was, the he was yeah, starting... He was, he was in street brother. clothes last night, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. But he was starting for the Warriors like two years ago. Yeah, he was... Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, okay, so back to number two option in the league. Yeah. The only reason why I can't get behind Kyrie is because you can't be the number two option if you're not on the fucking court. Uh, that's just how I see it. And ever since then, ever since he went to Brooklyn, ever since he's been in Boston, he has been a cancer. Okay. Say what you want. And so I then, who's your number I two option? I can't have that in my locker room. So then, who's your who's the guy that you look at in the league as the best number two? <sighs> look. I don't want to give this man his flowers. Give whoever it is, give him their flowers. I don't want to. I really. We keep don't. it real over here, Trap Talk. But if you're gonna claim Jason Tatum as number one, oh, here we go. If you want to say that, that's not a bad person to say as a number yeah, two. You know why I can't say one two punches because they're so wishy washy, both of them. Like one night, like not but even the, one you night. See, like you, you've seen it. You, you've season. seen it through these playoffs and throughout the season. It's either this one's hot and this one's not, or this one's hot yeah, and the other one's not. So it's not really. A, it's like they're yeah, kind of equally. Jason, you know what I mean? As opposed to like Jason, a, there's a one and a two. Jason Tatum's the number one because the Celtics can survive Jalen Brown not playing well. They can't survive Jason Tatum, which well. we have seen these playoffs. If Jason Tatum doesn't play well, they lose. If Jalen Brown doesn't play well, you know. That's true. That's that is true. That's fine. I can't get behind that. Nobody's going to say Anthony Davis or is the same issue as Kyrie? Street clothes? You might as I well just, just call to him mention fucking him. What the 15th band he just called him. What was his okay. name? Michael Mobis. Might as well just call him that guy. A lot of the better number two options My technically are injured. would probably be, yeah, if he was. If he was sleeping well, on Paul George? Uh, Paul George is a good. Well, he's the one, he's the number one. If you Paul ask George me. is number one. I'm, Kawhi I'm ain't on the I'm fucking court either. I'm over with the Kyrie. Oh, Kyrie. Uh, Ka- Kawhi. Uh, Kawhi. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chris Middleton, I think, is one of the better number twos. I said that last week, and I got chastised. Really? By who? You? No, you didn't. What do I always say? What do I always say about? What do I always say about Chris Middleton? What do I always say about Chris Middleton? That man gives me nightmares. I definitely said maybe a week or two weeks ago that I thought he was one of the best number two options in the league, and you came at me. Me? Yes, I don't and him. That. I'm telling you, run the tape back. I promise you. I came you. at you? Yeah, I think I you don't did. think so. I, the way I like Chris Milton, I don't think that. I literally say he's like the modern-day Joe Johnson. He's Come Joe on Johnson. Now. Okay. 
All right, we'll, we'll keep it moving. Let's go. I back. wouldn't be mad about let's having go back, Christmas. In. Let's go back to the West. All right, uh, where <coughs> as we were recording last week, <laughs> a little game happened, which made me feel all tingly inside. The Mavs uh, whooped the fucking Suns' ass by a lot to a little, and this, you know, made people ponder the question: Is Chris Paul? Still a top five point guard in the game. And I understand this is a week off the game, and I know we're in the Western Conference and Eastern Conference Finals, but this is something that needs to be talked about because it has been an ongoing debate. This man still does not have a ring, all right? He did not show up last year in the, in the finals, and he did not show up game, well, you saw it, ever since game two. He was in fucking Phoenix still while they were in Dallas. Um, he did catch up with the plane. He did not look very good. <laughs> Devin Booker, especially, looked like dog shit. Uh, but so but his girlfriend broke up with him. Oh, bless his poor Wait, what? little fucking heart. Wait, that's what happened? I have no idea. I just saw oh. that on Twitter. Oh, well, that's, I don't think that's true because I just saw her. Like I said, before. when that when he needed her most, she vanished. Yeah. You, you know which girl I'm talking about. Um, so with that. Where do you guys rank Chris Paul in your point guards? Point guards of all time. Do you Why still ha- do you still give him the point guard name? Do you have him in your top five? Do you have him in your top seven? Give me your thoughts and concerns. Personally, I never thought he should have got the point guard name in the first place, but you know, it's Who just gave my him opinion. That anyway, I don't know. I mean, I still thought there was a time Darren Williams was better than him. So mm-hmm. Darren Williams didn't didn't uh, Williams out, uh fuck up his career. I think he. He might have finished with, with the knees, curve. baby. It was the knees. Not just that, the uh, leaving either. a system that made you look like a Hall of Famer. Yeah. To go play for Avery Johnson basketball. <laughs> yeah. So is he still top five, dog? Like all time? All time. He was never my top five point guard all time. I'm pretty sure I could name five point guards I'd rather have over all him right, all time. Are we go. doing the game? Go. Let's do the game. Magic Johnson. Uh-huh. Okay. Johns. The Magic Man. Irvin Magic Johnson. I'm sorry, I'm I'm not familiar with him. Okay, <laughs> the streets are. That's all that matters. Okay, okay. Matt, he got he got docs he and TV shit. He was an and one baller. <laughs> <laughs> street street ball back in there on ESPN. No? Shout out the, the magic man, bro. <laughs> His balls were I in the street. <laughs> <laughs> really, really. <laughs> Why you had to say that? It's too easy sometimes. I don't mean. Everybody got a pass, man. Oh, not like magic. The <laughs> smile was contagious. Come uh, on, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I set you up for that. I knew you were going to say that. All right, stay focused, stay focused. All right, All right stay wait, focused. Do you want me to, do Magic, you want, John right. Stockton. Okay. Uh, mm. Isaiah wait, Thomas. Wait, no, well, I'm not ranking them. I'm just giving you five. Okay. Uh, Magic, really John Stockton, Isaiah that. Thomas. Yes, yes, Brandon, yes. He didn't have the type of losses Chris Paul has. He doesn't. He played till he was like 40. He was Who, good. John? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. John Stockton, Isaiah Thomas. Alone, the man who doesn't deliver on Sundays or in the finals. Well, yeah, because he's the mailman. He got, he got, he got, bu- he got locked up by like a wash Dennis Rodman. He wasn't even like good anymore. Hey, hey, it's true. Okay, yeah, all right. Know. So that's three. That Jason Kidd's four. Uh, four? Actually, you know what? 
I, I I'm, would, I'm giving J- I'm Jason Kidd. I would. Is Loki disrespected? I agree. Top five all time as Dude, a point guard. Yeah, yeah, Jason yeah. Kidd when he was like, when he couldn't move anymore, would literally just stand at like the three, like Nick's Jason Kidd, would literally like stand at the three point line, just like swinging the ball. I think you don't. You don't realize. Nah, the because I, I think we grew up we watched like the later career Jason Kidd but like early no, we Jason still saw Nets Jason Kidd yeah but like even then you saw like and like you didn't see the early part of this Jason Kidd he was out there with Keith Van Horn in two thousand and three right in 2004? 2002, 2000, yeah. yeah I mean that, that dude. Where Richard Jefferson was the second guy on that team not Kenny Martin but hey, he was the best bad. but he was you're the right. best but, right. but he was like the best point guard in the league without question back you're then. right and right, then so you got ninety Jason Kidd and then I got um I got my man Jason Kidd. Yeah, that's true. The glove. I'd rather have Gary Payton over Chris Paul personally. I mean, Gary Payton is an all-time personal favorite of mine, but I would have put him. I would have put him. Doing a bit yeah, I, I would have put him top five all-time. I really hey, let like me give you Gary Payton, but I I can't. Oh yeah, all-time favorite for me, but I, I can't have him top five. That's fine, but that, like so let me. So I'm pretty sure I'm missing somebody. Those me, are my five. Go ahead. Let me give you some names that you probably would have missed. He's gonna. I already know what he's gonna say when I say this name. You better not say fucking Koozie. Koozie. Oh no. Steph Curry, but he's gonna say he's, he's a up. point guard. Man. There you go. I would, that's why. That's why I didn't say him because he was gonna fight me on it. So, but in your eyes, taking away him, <laughs> I would have put Steph Curry. Steph Curry, I was in my top five. General, y'all want to call okay, see, you know, can't, can't, can't get no help. He runs around like Ray Allen, but you want to call him point guard? Stop it. Enough. He's right. Get out of here. And it's not a knock on him, but he's a great player, but like, you know. He's not a point guard. Oh my goodness. Uh, Give some more names. Go ahead. Big O. Nah. Can't do it. Uh, I'd rather people. This was the name that uh, caught me uh, with you. Wait, is Jerry West a point guard? That's what. That one's tough. Um, I claim him as one. I would say he w- he was a player. okay. Well, I got Brandon. Him Brandon claims him as but a shooting guard. Jerry West played shooting guard. You know your top five? Why? <laughs> First of all, Jerry West. Um, what does that all, mean? The logo. What do you think? You watch Winning Time. You tell me. <laughs> that's after. That's like after the career, and that's a satire. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't think he would just walk around every day being like, fuck, 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 fuck. I don't think he was that mad every day about the world. That's me literally every day. So you're Jerry West. Probably. I don't know. Maybe he is because he, he, he didn't like winning. That's what I'm saying. He, he, wasn't, he wasn't necessarily a fan of it. didn't think it was funny. <laughs> Kareem didn't think it was funny. Yeah, but Kareem, Kareem don't think anything Kareem funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kareem didn't come um, out with a loss saying he going to sue their ass. So Jerry, so, uh, Jerry West, I guess. Uh, this was the name that I thought you would say. Uh, Steve Nash. No, Brandon has Steve Nash. I can't do it. Two-time MVP. Nah, I wouldn't put Steve I can't Nash do it. over Chris Paul. I'd rather have Chris Paul than Steve Nash. Okay. He's, he, can, he can do the same stuff Steve Nash is doing. He's actually going to be a better defender. So, do you, so we're pretty much saying Chris Paul is not top five. Kalu? He's top, top ten. Five. He's in your five? I yeah. can't put him in my okay. top five. He's in my top five. He'd probably be fifth. Yeah, I, yeah. If he were to be in my top five, he would be five. I'm not going to lie. He would probably be like... It would be like the five through seven range, like just on the. He's cus- on the outskirts, yeah. On the, on the outside looking in, but I'm telling you right now, he just now, has a lot of bad losses. That's my only problem. With he's him. been a part. Well, that yeah, one but that doesn't like. That's not really a fre- a reflection of his ability to play point guard. That's more of a reflection that he's a small guard, that's and he's true. often like the best player. On his team, well, as a small small but all the other people that we named ahead of him were besides Magic, were all like around the same height, and they 
didn't have those problems. Yeah, but yeah, did any but, of those? Actually, could, you actually, could be, you wait, could, time out. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I just thought this now with like Khalil's theory. Did any of those guys that you named? Did they win a? Did they win a championship besides Isaiah Thomas? Isaiah well, Magic has Johnson. two. Magic has five. Well, Gary, that's what I'm saying. Well, Magic. Gary and Gary ma- and Gary Jason Gary have rings, but, but they're, they're like the reserve roles. Yeah. Yeah. That's the theory. That, that's the theory. That's the theory. Yeah, like exactly. You can't be the point that, guard and the best player on the team. There you go, because you have to facilitate Isaiah and Thomas also score. But the, the only exception. exception. The other thing, though, the only one of them that's a small guard is Isaiah. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly that what I was saying. The, yeah. others, the others weren't small guards, and they weren't the best. They're like they weren't like often the best players on their team. Like literally, if you look at it, go through go through all the teams, all the teams where Chris Ball has bad losses. Like he's probably the, the best, best player, player on the team. Even though they well, the year they lost to the Rockets, I would say Blake Griffin was better than them that year. Wait, um, the year they lost to the Rockets, Smith I for three. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yes. But when how about when he was Maybe, on the Rockets? Nah, he like, was because you remember the the series before he was killing Tim Duncan. The, in the series first round. before the rock, uh, yeah, he yeah. Was, yeah, but yeah, that was but a, that's, I'm, I can't defend. I'm not. That gonna, was more of just a. That's more debatable to me. That advantage of the post actually yeah. being skilled necessarily. Like you didn't think he was skilled back then. Blake Griffin, no, Blake Griffin's never been a. That's why Blake Griffin is like he's like 30 years old and he he looks like he's 50 <coughs> on the court. Serge Ibaka. Yeah, like okay. it, it, he was. Never mind. I was gonna say he was 50 when he got in the league. But never mind. <laughs> <laughs> How could you be a better win when you get drafted? <laughs> But like, like that's what I'm saying. It's a product. Like back when Isaiah, when Isaiah won his two titles, um, he well he was he was the best player on the team. But it was a a time where you could you could you could get away with that easier. Number one and number two. Even though Isaiah was the best player, like he had Dantley, he had Aguirre, he had. Mahorn, Lambert, like he had Dumars, all, obviously. Dumars, Dumars, like, yeah. They like that team was stacked. Okay. So like he had a like they only won one, right? Yeah. They won they two. two. Back to back. Right. back. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um. So like, you know, it's just, it was easier. Like th- he had he had a lot of help. Okay, that's a fair him. point. That's a fair point. So like I said, I, look, he Chris Paul undeniably has some like really ex- inexcusable losses on his resume. Like I think he's the only player in NBA history to have to lose a series when up 2-0 four times and five times. So nobody else in the history of the league has more than three has done that more than three times. Jesus his losses do hurt him quite a lot. And he has, he has a lot of bad losses. He, d- he has some clutch moments, but he has some really bad losses. And it's really funny because a lot of the losses that people point to are not actually his worst losses. Um, and the bad losses are coming at the at the end of his career, which is more recency bias from also what, I'm, from what I'm getting. Count the losses in the games he wasn't even fucking playing. Well, that's why I was like talking about ones? the Rockets. Um, the Rockets. I yeah. would I wouldn't count that See, one against people, him. Yeah, people because he, he, he had a hamstring. The, the next year, right? yeah. the next year, he, he no, got yeah, to take some yeah. for that. Yeah. The one, the one, like, I I think to this day, the one that was actually. This might be worse because he literally like. No, this is the most egregious loss of his yeah, career. There's, there's this no, there's is, no. This is game this is seven the at egregious. home. That's yeah, one of the worst. This is one of the worst losses I've ever seen in like NBA history. This was this this series was egregious, but you remember? I can't remember the year. I think it might have been 2014 when they lost to the Thunder. That's 2013. 2013. Yeah. 
they lost to the Thunder. That was a bad loss. And that one, that one was like really bad because he was like solely responsible for them losing because he, like he he, he like just just stopped. He forgot how to like be a point take, guard. Yeah, yeah. Like he he gave the ball away. Like it was it was probably the worst basketball you've seen Chris Paul play until this point. So, yeah, you know, still be a Hall of Famer. People like him. So, all right, well, except for Pat Beverly, but yeah. Is it? Oh, is it time? Well, let's say, well, we 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 all assume that Chris Paul is staying with the Suns. Yes, he signed the extension. There's a yeah. there's a report that he's considering retirement from okay. like from like a le- like I for I don't think it was Chris Haynes. I forgot who it was, but somebody I saw that report out there. I didn't see anything. He's yet. not gonna do, do the Kobe think, tour. Do you think if Chris yes. Paul absolutely had another legitimate chance? I'm not talking about the Suns because we know the Suns are frauds. But if he had like a legitimate chance of winning a title, do you think he'd be willing to take a role coming off the bench? Nah, he's still good I enough to start. Yeah, have, if you could trade, honestly, if you could trade Chris Paul for Kyle Lowry, like, that would that would probably be a pretty good deal. Like, yeah, I mean, for this him. Never, this never, for I, him, yeah. I, my, for him, cause I'm, yeah. I'm sitting here, I'm just like, hmm, like the numbers ain't I don't enough. know that. I, what? Look, I just, I just, we, when he went to the Suns, we thought he was, or at least I personally thought. Actually, with I think that'd be a good deal for the Heat. Sorry. No, go ahead. Pop off. Um, all right. I just want to. So remember DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Prior to Chris Paul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul Water got pills. Bit. Okay, he wasn't a bust. He just, but no, 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 it no. wasn't. It wasn't trending. They were. They, he was like, yeah. He's in his what fourth year. He was like, he played yeah. two years without Chris he, Paul. He played like two years without Chris Paul. And right. really, that first year, he didn't he even play. Wasn't a bust, but the projection calling wasn't calling good. him a bust was like a little premature. But there were those rumblings, and honestly, like his game was just like he was just doing stuff that made no sense. Like he's like seven feet tall. He's a force, un- like with his back to the basket, and he would take like a million like seventeen foot jump shots. Like face up jump. Yeah, he was like, he thought he was Chris Bosch. It was pretty like funny. It's not even like he could shoot. It's not like we're talking about Bam. We're like, Bam, you can shoot. Like, you need to do that more. Like, DeAndre can't, re- couldn't really do that that well. And he would, ju- he would just do it like a million times a game for no reason. Like, not even like look to post up. Um, then they got Chris Paul in there. And, like, I mean, like, this part, I don't think this, but, you know, there at a time was a group of people that believed DeAndre Ayton was like probably the best one of the best bigs in the league certainly better than Bam at one point no yeah when at one point come during on dog. can I get the Dur- point during maybe the, during the finals run last year like that was the thing yeah oh you mean when Kendrick Perkins said he was the next David Robinson yes oh yeah how that worked out so he has some bad takes by the way he does yeah. carry on uh, so <laughs> So, um, magic and Kareem my ass. Like, I think, like, I don't, like, I'm not sure, I'm not sure, like, what kind of effect it would have because I think Lowry has done the same for Bam. Like, Lowry helps Bam a lot. And, you know, could Chris Paul help Bam more? Um, that pick and roll would be dirty. I, I think he could help him a little more only because from time to time uh, during this season, um, Kyle Lowry has been a little bit too passive like he'll come off pick and rolls with bam and like he'll have opportunities to shoot the ball and he won't do it because he's trying to like involve his teammates which is you know it's fine i guess but like chris paul chris paul doesn't really do that like he comes off the pick and roll look it's either i hit the roll man if i have the space i'm hitting the elbow jumper it's one or the other he's gonna make a decision 
And I think that that might, might be a little bit, uh, like, marginally it might help Bam, but I think it would actually be a little bit better for the team as a whole. Mm-hmm. But you would probably lose something on defense. I was just about to say, I need the defensive Doesn't edge. he kind of get steals? He gets steals, but, but it's mostly... But just because you get steals don't no, mean... No, 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 I know. That's the James Harden effect. We've talked yeah, about that before. But also not, not, in, not the same clip as he used to. Okay. So it's not like it's a uh, game real quick, Real quick, before we go into the meat and potatoes of this pod, um, th- I guess I, I'm talking about coming off the bench. I think he just needs to go somewhere where he's number two and not number one. I mean, technically, is it number one in Phoenix? I was going to say, me personally. number one in Phoenix. Well, there's a lot of rumblings that people consider Devin Booker being the better player. The problem is. I know. The problem is. Devin Booker's a better. Devin Booker's not like a. But when you watched that series, you gave him the ball. He couldn't give you nothing. It's not like he's like a Kevin Durant type of scorer where you give him the ball, he'll get a bucket regardless. Like, he got the ball and he just sitting there didn't know what the hell to do with it. It wound up just passing it back out. Well, there was a lot of people that thought, you know, that would be – it was Devin Booker and Chris Paul was going to be number two. You could argue with that or what you want. There were people that actually said that. I need Chris Paul to be the definitive, definitive number two option. No, I think he needs to be number three. L.A.? L.A. That would who? be a good pick. That would be a good pick. L.A. Who? Which one? Clippers or Lakers? Either. Oh, either. Oh, well, that's what I was. I'd, I'd, pr- I'd actually prefer him on the Clippers. That, w- that wouldn't be too bad. They need a it point makes guard. more sense on the Clippers. That wouldn't be too bad. bad. They need a point guard. Yeah. I, I, Even I, though Richie uh, Jackson, you know, I like a little Richie Jackson. Two guard. <laughs> 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 all right. So let's let's get into the meat and potatoes of this. All right. Uh, can I? Yeah. Can, uh, you have a drop or something? Well, because I think they bought the. Don't they? They feel like the game was a little rigged. We don't. We don't need to have a conspiracy. It oh, we don't. No. Oh, oh, so it, it wasn't a conspiracy. Just gonna come out here and say it. Uh, I have a rant. I don't know. I feel like you have one as well. Uh, so do you want to start? I'll about tell this? you what, because I I'll let you have your rant on this. I have a rant about something else that was going on. Oh, you know, I have a rant about a couple of things actually. Oh, me too. Okay. All right, so well, I get your shit off. <laughs> yeah, we cool. I'm chilling over here. <laughs> you you, you want to go first? You want to flip for it? Rock paper scissors. <laughs> Rock paper scissors. All right, ready? Rock paper scissors shoot. Rock paper scissors shoot. All right, I lost. I'm going first. Okay, so I need to talk about uh, the disrespect uh, of the Miami Heat that I'm getting from everyone, everywhere across all national media. I can't stand Except it. Skip Bayless. Oh, JJ Reddick. <laughs> no, nah, he's he lucky. He flip flopping. No, 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 no. right? Hey, hey. Well, Skip just don't have the guts, and that's that's <laughs> fine. Because well, neither did JJ. What? Well, JJ's out of there. I'm sorry. Oh, he's yeah, gone. He's been, uh, yeah, 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 he been gone. The national media, the people I work with, my friends, my condolences, like er- like my acquaintances, everything. Right? The the thing around the Heat, we don't win games. The other teams just lose the game. That was literally the graphic that he had up there. Did that's that's all they have been doing all playoff long. There is a reason why we are the number one seed in the East. We didn't. Uh, the Hawks lost the series because they had an injured Clint Capella. The Sixers lost the series because they had an injured Joel Embiid for the first two games. The Celtics lost these games because they're not winning quarters. That's what we're arguing now. No, bro, they won, they won no, the no, quarters. No, 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 no. They're winning the quarters. The, They're up 10-2. That, <laughs> but that's that's what we're doing now in basketball. I'm reading that they're not playing to championship ability because they're not 
winning quarters. Quarters. The game is fucking four quarters. The, at the end, that is the final score. We are up fucking 2-1 on the Celtics because we are winning basketball games, Simple not ball. fucking basketball quarters. It is not an all-star game where there's a fucking point to get to, and that's how you win that little quarter. It's a fucking game. I'm over that fucking stat. We're winning basketball games. And speaking of basketball it's games, okay. we went into Boston. In, in a while, so they don't, you know, they we don't went really into know. Boston. This is the first, but this is the first time I've ever seen quarters even brought up in a fucking playoff. Uh, yeah, I've that, never, I've this is the first time since, actually, in all playoff history, that a team has won two quarters and is leading the series. It's more of an indictment on the Celtics anyway. And this just shows they can't. That close, tells you like okay. you're, that. That means like, and that's fine. Like, if you want to talk about that, cool. Like, we could talk about that. All right, fine. You've won ten quarters to two. If you're down two one in the series, like, it's what like does that tell you about the two quarters that you've lost? It's like, and they won that, and they won those uh, quarters by a combined score of forty six points. Exactly. Um, like but you're it's getting your it ass kicked. It reminds me of baseball, and I know this is gonna get too analytical. It's like the hard hit rate, right? The guy hits the ball hard, but it always goes to the fucking left fielder. At some point, it's gonna fucking fall down. If that makes you feel better, if that makes you sleep better at night because you're winning the quarters and not the fucking games, by all means, boo, go to fucking bed. Because we're winning fucking basketball games out here, okay? I'm over this shit. We went into a rowdy environment. Rowdy as shit. Racist rowdy environment. Oh, Argue with your fucking is, uh... mama, okay? We went into a rowdy environment and fucking put up... Tw oh, ended up leading the team or leading the game at one point by 26 points. Our best player went down in the second half, okay? And even the backup backup hey player. Man, hey, man, the Celtics lost players too, all right? Come on now. Hey. I am not. Is hey, that Jason, the conspiracy? Is that the conspiracy theory? Because I was going to talk about that too. Jason Tatum had a Look, severe knee, knee injury. injury. A severe knee injury. Knee. It looked really bad. I don't, know, shoulder I don't know who the fuck is blind on ESPN, but it looked like he was grabbing his goddamn rotator cuff from where I was sitting. I don't understand that shit. They got the Paul Pierce syndrome. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Was Fucking A. Marcus Smart, yeah, he did twist his that, ankle. That shit was wild. Uh, he that did twist nasty. his ankle. I will say that. I respect him for coming back. I have no beef with that. But, but Jason did stuff was nice. Hey, look. That was some varsity blue type of shit. I ain't hey, gonna hold you. What I need to, I need to, these, I'm not really gonna, gonna uh, I mean, the Celtics players, like, Marcus Smart looked like he got legitimately hurt. No, no, that's what like we that, were saying. That yes. ankle roll. Yes. Um, I don't really know what happened to Jason Tatum. Like, I didn't really, like, see it anything. It didn't look where, like, he, like hurt he hurt her shoulder. Anything. Yeah. So, like, you know, I don't know, maybe fine, whatever. I need to talk to the Boston folks. Because them dudes, like, they they feed off that stuff. Like, that's weird. It's a comeback story, man. You know? Bro, they like, I didn't know if I was watching the Eastern Conference Finals or the Royal Rumble. Like, Waiting for the thirtieth entry. That's and actually like the type of vibe that it was. It's yeah. like freaking like they they're like playing it on the thing. They're like, wait, oh, it's it's Tonga. <laughs> <laughs> like they should have like they should have had Michael Cole on that broadcast. And on top of that, it was gross. On top of that, we had a horrible loss at home, game two, one of the worst losses in Heat history, probably if not the worst Tonga. loss. All right. We go back nah, into them, that environment. series, yeah. We go, we, go, we go back into that environment and win without our, without Jimmy Butler on the court. All right. 
And on top of that, you guys know me. I'm never one to partake in referee conversations. Woof. But if you take the last five free throws away from the last two minutes of the game because they were forced to foul, the free throws were 30 to 9. 30 to 9. Single digits to double digits. If that was not the one of the worst referee performance I have seen in these playoffs, I don't know what the fuck is because there is no way Bam Adebayo has 30 points with nine free throws on the entire fucking team. Meanwhile, over there, Jason Tam can't buy a fucking bucket, and he's going to the goddamn free throw line. But let the let the Celtics fans tell it. The the refs uh, screwed them out the game too. How sway? They're saying the they're saying the refs weren't calling. The game was too physical. They weren't calling. They were swallowing the whistle. Yeah, with 30 free throws. That's what they're saying. That that's crazy. As Bill Simmons said, of course Miami's gonna win the game if it's a football game. Then be physical, bitch. I don't know what to fucking tell you. Get big. You fucking talk about this r- fucking, we're Boston. We're Boston. Boston. <laughs> we're rowdy. We're rough, you know? Blue collar. Then be fucking blue collar and shut the fuck up and be physical. Stop acting like a little bitch, Pre- all right? Preppy and Abercrombie is not blue collar. Just want to point that out. But now that's all taken care of, all right? I do want to give a shout out to Eric Reed because <laughs> the way he came at Bam out of bio. Yes, sir. And Tyler Hero, Bam goes out there, drops 30, damn near gets a triple double, 30, 10, and 6. All right? We got the Bam game. By the way, only player in Heat history to have more playoff games of 25, 10, and 5 is LeBron James. Well, here's the other stat that I sent you. Jimmy's not on the list? No. Starting center to Jimmy, lead the team. Jimmy doesn't always have the assist. Bam has, I think, four such games. Jimmy might have three, though. Starting center to lead team in points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks in a playoff win. Akeem Olajuwon has done it three times. Dikemba Mutombo done it once. Kareem has done it once. And guess who did the other one? Fucking Idris Bam Adebayo. It's time to put some fucking respect on Bam Adebayo's name, okay? Eric Reed, we finally got the Bam game. What I'm coming out of this is, okay, and I know he's hurt now, I think, all right, and this isn't me being an indictment on him because I've given him his flowers this year. I need more from fucking Tyler Hero. He's hurt. Well, what injury? He's got a quad. He's got a quad. He was wrapped they up at the end of the game last the game. The Eric Spolster said today that they asked him, like, was he ruled out? He said it depends on who you ask. If you ask Tyler, Tyler was ready to play. The trainers said they didn't say no, he couldn't play, but – they wanted to watch it. To be honest, Tyler Hero was terrible in that game. He wouldn't have closed anything. He was 0 for 6. I think he was 4 for 15. He shot as many uh, – he made as many baskets as Kyle Lowry, and Kyle Lowry, at least he made two threes. All right? Yeah, but I the defense is really what hurts I, No, that's I agree. I agree. That's I where I'm more disappointed in him. Like, he had a bad shooting night. Um, well, that happens. He looked a little uncomfortable, but, like, he got a lot of good looks. Like, I'm not, like – I'm not going to, like, kill him over I'm that. I'm not worried about it, no. But the the def the defense like he's he's got a we got to get him on the Luca plan two seconds dog just give me two seconds I need I need more from Tyler Hero if we want to win this thing and do it together because it seems like it's it's gonna be tougher than what we thought it was gonna be we got the matchup oh, we wanted this was gonna be tough. it's fucking time to play I want them to come out of this next game put their fucking foot on their throats and keep it moving. But we know how the Heat play. For whatever reason, when they win the game and they win a grimy matchup, the next game they come a little flat-footed out in the beginning, and then they're reaching and clawing, trying to get the next one out. 
And you know damn well that Boston, if you didn't think that Boston Celtics crowd was crazy the first game around, this second game, after they just lost that home, and you think the refs are the fucking problem, this next game is going to be just as hard, if not fucking harder. I will say, though, this I do feel like the way this is lining up, I do feel like if there is a game, I, I do think they could they could win a uh, game through game four in Boston. What makes you say that? Oh, I mean, I think. Well, I don't want if Robert Williams might not play again. That's obviously going to be a problem for Boston because at least when he doesn't. That is um is doubtful. Yeah. Um, that guy scared me in the second first two games. But then also, you know, one thing I did say, scared I told Brandon, one thing that I didn't that I thought hurt the Heat in Game Two was uh, Dirk White didn't play. I kind of thought that was like a bonus for Boston. He's yeah. just he's a good defender, but offensively he's done nothing in Boston. I don't know what happens when people go get traded to Boston all of a sudden they can't midseason they can't play no more. Aaron Fournier, I don't know what happens, <laughs> but Josh Richardson, but I don't know. But um, actually I thought Derek White, Derek White not being there hurt Miami more on yeah. offense than it did yeah on defense because like yeah he's a good defender, but they hunt him like Jimmy hunts him and he can't do anything with Jimmy Butler. So. Yeah. But I think they can win the game. If Jimmy's back and then Bam's, like, playing well, Kyle's, like, healthy. I, this this is like a – like, tomorrow – the the night, next game, if you win that game, that's like a soul crusher. That that, takes, that, that destroys their spirit. You, You're breaking them lie. at that point. I'm not going to lie. That's always been my thing. I've always been the type of person that the, that the third win is always the most important even even before the closeout because that third win shows you, you know, who wants it more, to be honest with you. That fourth, like I think statistically, the team that wins Game Three usually wins the series anyway. But yeah, usually for the most part, usually if you win Game Three, you you're most likely to win the series. Oh no, but I meant like the third win when it's tied up one one. Huh? When I'm saying like the no third no no win. no no, oh, okay. I get what you're saying, oh, okay. but I, I hear what he was saying too. That one, but, that um, one is, would hurt my soul. It's like all right, well they're like one game away. But if you can beat them at home in Boston two times in a row, that that series for the most part, unless you besides injuries, that series is basically over. They're they're not gonna they're not gonna beat you, you three would, times in a row after that. You would crush with, them. Yeah. yeah. I just need to see more from Tyler, please. He, we got the BAM game. I'm scared he's not going to do it again because that's just how it's been a couple years from now for BAM. In he pops off, and then he stops, and then he pops off again, and then he stops. He is bipolar when it comes to that to that point. In my opinion, the if I think if you look at all three games, based off of what I've seen, I think the heat for them, even though there's this whole, like, the Celtics win all these quarters bullshit, um... The game to me really changes and favors Boston once Jimmy's like out the game and they bring in Tyler. If you look at every game during the series, that's usually when the tide has been changed. Well, because when Boston's able to go on a run, Jimmy is you know yes he's their best player, but he kind of when when Boston's making a run, he calms it down. Yeah, so typically like at that point, okay, like let's say take like game two is a good like example. The last game. Um, you know, you you can do game two as well. Yeah. It, you, you, the Heat they start out well, you know they're they're playing great basketball. Whatever you take Jimmy out, and you know once you get into the other team's bench, that's your it's like an opportunity. You you want to try and make a run, see if you can cut into it. Jimmy would be your guy that you bring in, and all right, um, let's try and you know I'll be a little aggressive, put my shoulder down, let me try and get some free throws and like calm this momentum, like stop. Like sl- basically slow the game down, um, and and give give us a chance to like collect ourselves, um, and you know Jimmy not being there, um, definitely, it definitely gave the Heat's problems, um, particularly, 
Um, I wouldn't even say in that third quarter because Victor Oladipo was sensational. We need, yeah. The um, I, I, that was actually going to be my question to you. Uh, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. But with who went down for Victor to come in in the Hawks series? I forgot. Jim, Jimmy, Jimmy, and Kyle. Oh, oh, there you go. Basically, okay. they use. I'm s- I'm asking this question though. Yeah. If they didn't go down, would we have seen Victor in this game? If Jimmy didn't go down? If they if we didn't break the glass in case of emergency in the Hawks series, do you think that he would have played these playoffs the way that he is right now? Yeah, eventually he would have played. Yeah. Okay. He would have played. He would have played last night if Jimmy didn't get hurt. If Jimmy didn't get hurt, he wouldn't have played. He wasn't going to play. I think what yeah. they should do is take Caleb Martin's minutes and give it to Victor Oladipo. He actually did not play bad Caleb last Martin? game. Jumping jacks? But he hit no, one I three. I agree, but I'm saying he doesn't, he's not playing I'm bad. Not, no, I'm, not saying he's oh. not, I'm not saying he's playing bad, but I'd rather just take, the, if, if I'm going to have two players are, who aren't going to score anyway, I'd rather have the, 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 better, the way better defender. Yeah, from I agree. The person For I can stick on Jason Tatum and give him fits. For or me, Jalen Brown. Too. For yeah. me, I yeah. would I mean, agree. either way. Yeah. I would agree because Caleb Martin, um, you know, He's he actually shot forty percent from three on the year, but it was you know not really high volume, um, you know. But he hasn't really hit been reliable three point shooter in the playoffs, and he's a really athletic guy. He gives them energy, but I I would go with Khalil, and go with Victor, especially if like if I'm not like either way I'm not getting reliable three point shooting. Like historically in his career, Victor Oladipo has actually been a pretty pretty good spot up shooter. Um, his his pull-ups is what kind of brings his three-point percentage down, uh, the pull-up threes. But uh, he's been a pretty good spot-up shooter throughout his career. Um, so, like, for me, I'm kind of looking at that. That's kind of like same-same. Um, but Victor Oladipo, like, Jalen Brown didn't know what to do with Victor Oladipo, like, at all. And then he banged two threes in his face at the end to make it a six point game, which was wild. Well, one I of mean them, that was one that of was them Victor Oladipo got lost. On yeah, yeah, he did. But yeah. I mean, he like literally in the first in that third quarter. Forget about the fourth, as he made plays in the fourth, and you know Streets had the the three, mm-hmm. and Lowry had the steal. So they did, you know, they made plays to ultimately win that game. They don't win that game without Victor Oladipo's performance in the third quarter. No, Victor keeping that lead at 15, so they w- they were up 15 at half, and you know Boston had the the stone cold comeback whatever from from Marcus Smart and that you know that building got rocking and they made a couple runs and they 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 cut it to single digits a few times in that quarter, but ultimately Victor Oladipo and what he did on defense helped keep that lead at 15. They don't win that game without that. That his performance was the like, and I love that Bam did it. They don't win it without Bam either. But I think Victor Oladipo's performance was the single most important performance on the court in Game Three. So I would go to that. I would go lean into the defense because you're just you're looking. Your shooters are your shooters. You're not getting it from Duncan. I'm sorry. All right, your boy's not. And they tried it again. They tried. They went to Duncan. Um, he, he had a little floater uh, on a nice play by him. Um, but to be honest, you're not getting it from Duncan because he's just a gaping hole on defense. He is. He went um, out there and immediately committed two fouls. Yeah. And it's just – and so and, – and look, you can live with – it's not like Duncan Robinson has ever been, like, a great defender. So, like, we know, we know that. But Duncan is just not hitting – the threes that's what makes you live with 
those Duncan minutes on defense is because he can come in and he'll, that's what we pay you for. Yeah, he'll get you know you you come in and he'll he's gonna give you, you know, five for seven from three, yeah, and and you can live with that. Like I'll I'll live with, you know, playing a couple five minute stints of zone, if he's gonna give me five threes, um, and he's just not he's not giving that to you, so he's not in your rotation. So you're you're at Caleb Martin. Uh, Gabe has played very well in this series. Namdi, I'm sorry. Namdi has shown up. They left Gabe the intern in the video department. Um, he's been pretty good. Um, he's hit some. He's hit some big shots. Um, defensively, he's been a little iffy, but that's mostly because he's small, and they'll like switch him on to Jason Tatum, and you know it's kind of not really fair um, to ask him to do a whole lot with that. But um, so I would keep him in the rotation. So for me, it, it's Caleb Martin, it's Victor Oladipo, and wh- what I saw on defense from Victor Oladipo, I mean, give me that. If I'm not going to get the threes out of Caleb Martin, like if the three-pointer is going to be iffy, then I'll give me that defense because we've seen Victor Oladipo hit five, six threes in a game. Like maybe he'll give that to me, but I know he's going to give me the lockup defense. You want to go on your rant now? No, actually, you kind of did it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, you covered it. I'm good. Oh, okay. But, yeah, in a nutshell, quarters don't win games. Ref sucks. I know. Now to do game twos because, they, I mean, they would have had you convinced that the Celtics was going to go ahead and just finish this all off after, after oh, that yeah. game two. So. But I personally, I don't know about you guys, I still have them going in six. I do not see the Celtics losing again at home. But if they do, it's a fucking wrap. You said you have the Heat winning in six? I said it in the beginning, too. Yeah, but if they win in six, they'd have to beat Boston. No, I'm saying, like, back-to-back. I know Uh, I'm going back to Boston after you win the uh, third game in Miami. I can trust them in that. But winning both games, three and four in Boston, that would blow my fucking mind. I think they are 3-0 in the playoffs after a loss, too. Who, Who, Boston? Boston? Yeah, they are. They they haven't lost back-to-back yet. Boston responds. Well... Miami also didn't lose a game at home, and then that happened. So anything yeah, could that's happen. True. Anything could happen. We do have to talk about the NIL deal uh, nonsense with Nick Saban, Jimbo, Lane. Coward. <laughs> Wait, which Nick one? Nick Saban's a coward. <laughs> He's like a Jimmy Johnson. He's a coward. Yeah, the block got hot, and all of a sudden he went around on everybody. <laughs> coward. Real competition, uh, competition exists, and all of a sudden, oh, I can't, can't do this. Now. <laughs> I got to start telling on people. Uh, but, yeah, so if you haven't heard, uh, I mean, there's more, to the, there's more to the context, but the real sense that really came out was that Texas A&M bought all their players. Alabama has never bought players. That was the statement that came out and blew up on Twitter, blew up in every news station. Um is the NIL deal now, we are now finally seeing these athletes get paid. I still think it's good because they're getting paid what their amount should be getting paid, you know. Um, but is it time to put, like, I don't know, a salary cap on some of these fucking NIL deals? No, not unless you're going to make the players employees and collectively bargain that, which they're not going to do. Okay. Well, because the way things are going – Texas A&M became an 8-4 and four team. We've talked about it multiple times. They were 8-4. They played on the fucking Sun Bowl, wherever the fuck. And they ended up having the greatest recruiting class of all time right after the NIL deal came, came about. And we're acting like that isn't like a red flag in multiple cases. 
Like, look, it's first things first. Yeah, it, it, it uh, obviously okay. The greatest class of all time is like a little different, but we're acting like Texas A and M like hasn't been able to recruit, uh, hasn't been able to recruit since Jimbo's been there. They have. They've recruited at an elite level since he's been there, and what wha- what is his record there? Like 30, 35, and like Who, 14. Jimbo. Jimbo. He's had the same record as, as Kevin Sumlin. Yep, and exactly. he was a drunk. Exactly. So. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? No. I <laughs> no. <laughs> mm. uh, you know, so, like, yeah, okay, like, yes, obviously, if, you know, if Texas A&M is going to, like, every year have the, the, like, greatest recruiting class of all time, like, every single year for the next four years, then, you know, that, that'll be tough. Like, you would assume they would win games doing that. Um, unless Jimbo is just like that bad a coach, but um, you can't. I, I'm just like uh, Nick Saban. I, d- I don't want to hear it from him. Dog, it, you take a picture. You take a picture of the fucking Alabama student athlete parking lot. It's all Dodge Chargers. I mean, I don't know what we're doing here. And oh. Jimbo even came out and th- you. We have to understand Lane, Kirby, Jeremy Pruitt, Jimbo. These all are these, all people that these are all you. people that used to work for Nick, got the Nick ways, and you know recruit. We've seen these guys; they recruit well, right? Where do you think they got it from? But Nicholas Saban. To be honest with you, the other part where I don't want to hear anything from Nick Saban. Who, mm. cares? Who cares if we bought all our players? We can do it. And I now, understand. yes, but how coach you, me? Like, like, hey Nick, like maybe like Jimbo y'all did. should do that. <laughs> But the thing I thought it was funny, Jimbo's like, I know how y'all get down, and it's not just one person, it's multiple people. The thing is, is that it's universally known that all these guys, everyone, Dabo, all these, uh, Lincoln, uh, fucking Ryan Day, all these guys are paying some type of money to get these players. Cause there's I'm not no going to lie. I would, I'm there's not sure if, Jimbo, if Dimbo, uh, Dabo does it. Brandon. I'm not sure. Brandon. If he does what? Ain't no fucking no, shot. No, if you're saying what? If he does what? He be out here paying the players. Like, Who, Jimbo? No, Jimbo. Dabo. Dabo. If Dabo wouldn't do it? He Dabo. thinks Dabo doesn't pay his players. Like that, well, I'm not saying, look, it, like, I'm sure Clemson has their, like, oh, whatever. Boosters. You NIL don't have boosters. the same recruiting, the top five in recruiting every single year. You don't have the same top five in recruiting every single year if you're not paying your players. There's no shot. There's absolutely no shot. You're not going there for fucking a, b- uh, a better oh, education no, 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 or no, better no, no, coaching. No, 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 you're getting paid oh, to no, no, go no, no, to no. these schools, that's, bro. That's not what I'm talking about. Uh, well, actually, the, the rise of Clemson – has come because they like actually basically did what Miami has decided they're going to do now like we want to be good at football so we're going to like spend some money and like the actually the the Miami uh, the now Miami athletic director Dan Radakovich previously at Clemson um was kind of the guy that oversaw that and a lot of it uh, they put a lot of money into facilities not just in football they did it with uh, pretty much every sport over there you know, they put a lot into into the facilities and all, you know, the locker rooms, the nice stuff for the players, all that stuff. Um, look, do they have their boosters that play player, pay players and stuff like that on the table? Yeah, I'm sure they do. Um, I'm just saying, like, Jimbo, Jimbo is like, Jimbo is probably like 
hand, as as Jeremy Pruitt did, handing them the McDonald's bag <laughs> full of cash. You know, Dabo. You know, Dabo. F- f- I just kind of feel like Dabo's like, look, if we have to do it, fine. But like, I just I don't want any. Part yeah, of I it. think he doesn't. He doesn't have his hand in regards to like the recruiting. He's like, like he's just <laughs> like he'll recruit whatever. But like, if it comes to like paying people, he don't want to see no money he, go across yeah, the table. Just that. like y'all, no like whatever. Cause like I don't know I, I when he talks about it, it's not like like Nick Saban talking about this. Nick Saban's just being a hater. He's just mad that Jimbo out recruited him, and probably that Jimbo beat him last year too. Um, he he's just like the tone of of when he speaks about it is just dude you're a hater. Jimbo like, um, not Jimbo Dabo like, like hates. The fact that players should get money. The idea of it. He, like, hates it with every fiber of his being. But he knows the only way to compete is. You got to show some money. This is why he's like, I'm not going to look at it. I don't want no part of it. Do what you got to do. I don't know how. And this is, and I've told you guys this, this is what I was scared of. That it should be relegated in some sense. I don't know what it needs to be because I'm not a mathematician. I didn't go, you know, I didn't go to college. Kyrie over here, but it does need to be relegated a little bit. I am regulated. If you mean? Right. Re- what I say? Regulated. Relegated. Yeah. No. I, my bad. I regulated. My bad. You're absolutely right. I haven't fucked up. But uh, I I'm a fan for the players that getting paid, what you know what their star power is. But I want to remind you guys, just last season we were talking about Bryce Young and his seven figure deal, and that was the story going the entire. The entire season was that a freshman that started two career games had a seven-figure NIL deal. But he didn't talk about that in his little fucking press conference. And he was totally fine with that. Mm -hmm. So I I don't understand it. I get it. I'm like half on Jimbo, half on Nick. But somehow, some way. Why do you feel it should be regulated? Regulated? Yeah. Because then we're going to have Texas A&M just fucking buying everybody every single year. Every but year, but you act like you act that like Texas A&M really is the only school is the only school that has money. But wait, what? Say that again, Brandon. Tech, you act like Texas A&M is is the only school that has money. No, I know they're not the only school that has money, but obviously they're the only school that would be willing to spend that X amount of money. That's not true. It seems like it, Brandon. How do they go A and four and then have the best recruiting class of all time? That doesn't well, make sense. Yeah. and I've said it before. I've said it. I said it when we were talking about them getting this r- rate, highest rated recruiting class. Either a, they're gonna win one championship, and there everyone's gonna think that this is, was a success, or b, in one to two years they're gonna have the highest amount of transfers out of the uh, school of Texas A&M because these kids just wanted to get their money, and then they're gonna go somewhere else and be coached the right way. But th- that first things first. That's gonna be the two options. Th- those things, like both can happen because what look especially now with nil basically everybody is um like for example i'll use the local example you talk about um shamar stewart um his final two was miami and it came down to miami and texas a&m he ended up going to texas a&m joining that ridiculous defensive line class that they have on top of what they already had at Texas A&M and what they have coming already next year. Um, you know, and look, will he play? Will he not? I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I don't follow Texas A&M, so I, I, 
I, I don't know. I don't know what he looked like in spring or anything like I don't even know if he played spring ball. But um you know, the, you'll have to keep your guys. That's and that's that's the that's kind of the uh the thing because if you if you look at it, you look at um Texas. You had the guy um the wide receiver Xavier Worthy, I believe is his name. Mm-hmm. Supposedly was offered some ridiculous NIL deal to leave Texas and he decided to stay. Um, you know, I don't know what went in, went into him staying. Maybe they offered, you know, he got an NIL deal, you know, a pretty good one from Texas. Maybe, maybe not. But you have to, um, you got to keep these guys. So, like, that's cool. Like, you can have, like you said, you have the greatest, off- uh, greatest recruiting class of all time. But, maybe like, next year, if none of these dudes play or, like, half of these dudes don't play, maybe, like, a Shamar Stewart, well, I can go back home, like my maybe like you know, let's say Miami's pretty good this year. Maybe they're like nine and three, ten and two, something like that. Well, Miami's pretty good. They could use some help on the defensive line. I'm from Miami. You know, they got John Ruiz is out here handing out money. <laughs> you know, like I can go back home, I can get myself a good NIL deal and I could play. You know, I don't know who else is in their recruiting class, so like I just used him. But like you, you know, they they could be a, a top wide receiver that they sign. Well, I'm gonna go, you know, you know, okay, like it's cool over here, but hey, that depth chart at Texas looks a lot better, and Texas got a lot of money too. I'll go over there. That's what my argument was gonna be: is that you can pay all these uh, these kids all this money and stuff like that, but you still got to get on the field. Only so many, only so many people can play. Um, Dudes ain't gonna be happy if you're, you know, getting paid. Even if you are getting paid six figures or something like that, but you're like you're like the third string wide receiver and you're not getting any minutes. Like at some point they're gonna want to see it. Uh, to be change. honest with you, I, I don't think I don't think it's for you on that. By the way, I don't think it's that. What were you gonna say? No, something? I was gonna say if anything, this might cause you might start seeing the dudes who probably might have been good, but now that they got money, they get comfortable. They might not work as hard. That's also true. That could happen too. But so like you got to test your that's going to be a test of of your culture as well. So like it's not like it's not like spending money guaranteed. Look at the Yankees. The Yankees spend money all the time. They don't win it. They're first like, in the league. Yeah, they are now. Yeah, until like someone gets right injured. Right now, that still don't mean <laughs> that still doesn't mean they'll win the world. They might not even make it to the World Series. I mean the Dodgers got like, the same problem too. Exactly. Like you yeah. still got to go and win. you still got to go. Gotta play. Got to win these got to play I, these I, games. I, I, but a real a real example for you that's already happened. You remember Quinn Ewers, mm-hmm. the number one quarterback? Mm-hmm. Like, was it two years ago? No, last year. Last year. Yeah. He, oh he yeah. Decided he, to he skip his senior. Early. Decided skip to skip his senior, his senior year, year and go to Ohio State. Went to Ohio State for a million dollar NIL deal. And then I went. It was. I think he went right. And he back. left. Yeah, I think he went to Texas. He left. Went back home. He's from Texas. Yeah. Went back home to the state of Texas, uh, to the University of Texas. Where he is there, I'm, I don't, again, I don't follow him, but from what I've heard, my understanding is that he is going to be their starting quarterback I this wouldn't year. see why not. They're, and their depth chart is terrible. And they had, like, two, guy, two, two guys leave, right? Yeah. Case Thompson mm-hmm. left, and, and I think um, their quarterback last year graduated. Yeah. So they have, they've lost two, they're, they're, he's probably going to be the starter. And, and Texas got plenty of money of themselves, and I'm sure. So why do you go to Ohio State the first time? I'm sure he's being paid handsomely. So why do you go to Ohio State the first time? To Ohio sit on the State bench and get paid. Million dollar check. Exactly. That's, well, but, the, but that's but what I'm saying. But, but that's what I'm getting. That's what I'm getting at. Is that this transfer, like the transfer portal now, is it's it's a wrap. It's free agency now. That's the whole point that I'm getting at. And that's the thing is, the higher schools. We talk about it every year with the whole college football playoff. 
We got to get away from four teams. We got to get away from four teams. We got to make it bigger. We got to make it bigger. We got to make it bigger. Those same, okay, cool. Now we have NIL. Those same eight teams are going to be in the same eight teams they all fucking year. Then we're going to talk I about 12. I, don't, I, don't I, I think, think about I it like I this. I think the competition gets a lot tighter than I don't the think. I don't, I don't think it does because it comes down at the end of the day, it really does come down to coaching. And we've seen how those top eight teams usually are on the outside looking in. Who is it? Khalil, it's Alabama. It's Clemson. It's Georgia. It's Texas A&M. And the list goes on and on and on. It does. Where but are the no, where no, are no. the hey, where are the schools where are the schools like in the Pac-12 that can't get in over here because they're not spending as much money as the fucking kids Clayton, from Texas in the Southeast Clayton, Conference. I think it's a combination I, of talent and coaching, though. I think you're I think you're a little off base here. Um, I think well, for one, Khalil is absolutely right. Like I said, if I, if I get to sit here and watch Ohio State lose two times a year, then what are we talking about coaching? It you, seems like there's also a talent discrepancy somewhere. There. You have to you have to have. Look, NIL will allow, yes, teams like Texas A&M, Texas, you know, Alabama is still good, and, and they got plenty of money, too. It'll allow certain schools, Miami, po not possibly, to um, to up their recruiting and, and, you know, get more talented players. But you still have to coach them, number one. You have to keep these players. Yeah, because they like can leave said, after one year now. They can leave. But that's you have to keep these players. You don't think that's wild? That's what I'm asking. You don't think it's wild that what that they can that leave? They just straight up go and go play. That's the NFL. They're but leaving I'll, and I'll going. I mean, to I would say that kid I'll, from Jackson I'll, State, I'll, he's not staying there all four years, I'll correct? Do, but Dude, I'll do they you could, one better. They though. could do that. I'll but do you one better. They could do that before they got paid. If the transfer rule was in before NIL. But now look what the NIL did. This past year was the record-breaking transfer portal. Record-breaking. But, but, but here's the thing, though. But the transfer portal, like players into the transfer portal was going up every every year. Like uh, like two years ago, they had like 2,000 like, people in the transfer portal. And then it like damn near doubled. Uh, yes, or like I actually yes. I think it went up by like 1.2 or 1.4. You, you, have, you have new incentive. Like, yes, money is now an incentive for you. So we're like a player might say, well, um, okay, like, okay, we'll take Shamar Stewart again. All right, like. I didn't play my first year. Do I do I want to go to Miami? Like, yeah, it's home, but you know, where I'm here at Texas A&M, like maybe I could win a national championship and and yeah, you know, they they're they're giving me they're giving me, you know, McDonald's bags full of money under the table or whatever. You know, whatever it is. They're doing fine. Now, money money is a equalizer in a sense. And I think as far as and the reason I said you're off base back to my original point that I never made was you're talking about you don't think it makes the competition better. I think competition as a whole. So like Pittsburgh winning the ACC, um, probably not going to be something that you'll see too much of anymore. So yeah, like a, te a team like Pittsburgh or like um, Vanderbilt, you know, they'll probably, well, Vanderbilt's never been good, but, you know, teams like that or, or you're basically like they're they're have no chance. I That's think what I'm saying. I think is what you'll see, but I however, actually, the oh. it's going to be very top heavy. Yes, but, but it's already it's top already heavy. It's, it's already, already top heavy. What's the difference? But I think you will have more teams at the top. USC is going to be a problem. NIL makes USC relevant. I see their coach. I agree with you. I don't think they're going to win, because because at the end of the day, look, it comes down to all right, USC. 
You got let's put Miami in there, Georgia, Texas, Alabama, all these teams, whatever. UCLA should probably get up in there one of these. Or Oregon. They don't have USC money. Um, well, Oregon. Oregon does. There. Oregon could. They can get Oregon in there. Oregon could, but um, they paid Manny Diaz money for Dan Lanning, and they didn't have to. So. I'm just, I'm just saying. Phil Knight don't want to. He ain't gonna spend I'm it all. I'm just saying. I don't like, know. Phil Knight when he get ready to get in the game, he gonna get in the game. That, that hey, like we'll see. Like they can do it. They absolutely can. I'm not saying they can't, but it's like part of it is a willingness. You have to have a willingness to do it. Um, and so, you look around, and I think you will have more. You have more people that will have the talent to be at the table. Now, at the end of the day. What's going to get you to that table, what will get you into that final four is can Nick Saban handle coaching in the NIL era? Can he keep his players in, in line the way he has? Can he keep them together? Can he keep them on the team? Um, you know, can Jimbo, can Jimbo handle um, that class that he has? Is it, can, can, he see, can he keep them there long enough to see the fruits of that labor pay off for his program? Um, you know, can 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 Mario Cristobal coach Miami up? That that the coaching is going to be the separator between these these programs. I just want to say two points quickly. Um, I agree with him on the part. The I think now the talent level will be kind of spread out with all the top teams. So I actually think it's going to make for more competitive football between the top teams, especially in the playoffs. I don't think there'll be so much of a uh, a talent difference or like play difference. But the second point I made, which I don't understand why you feel like this. So you said that um, you think it's kind of messed up that the players can just basically free agency can just leave after one year, right? Well, that's the whole point of college football, isn't but it? But you do realize that before that, if a, the, a team can revoke a player's scholarship after one season, if they don't feel like they Renewable can get somebody better. on the basis of the coach. Your so, scholarship is not so, guaranteed for four years. And that's my only issue with would be even with Nick Saban or any of these people that have issues with NIL or the transfer portal. It's like... You guys were fine with college football when the coaches had all the control and can do whatever they want. But now that the players have basically the same control, not even more. They don't have more. Just the they same the control. Same. It's even. Now it's like the sport's ruined, and that's kind of, and that was part of the reason I was never really a big fan of college football. Because I said, if it's amateurism, if you're a college student, if I wanted to, I could transfer to another school next year. They couldn't tell me I'd have to wait a year to, to transfer over. I could just get up and leave. They wouldn't. They're technically amateurs, right? It's technically college. And also Robert, amateurism, Robert, the coaches wouldn't be getting paid millions of dollars. Robert for it. right now can open up an accounting firm and he can be successful at it and he can pull in $30 million a year and still go to school. as an accountant while he's in school. And, and if he decides that, you know what, I don't want to be at Nova anymore. I want to go to UPenn or whatever. He can go transfer. They're not going to stop him from doing it. They're not going to tell him that, you know, you can't come here because you make $30 million running an accounting firm. Yeah, like I don't understand why in college, so why, why in college it sports, sports? It's, it's fine. It's that, and that's where I get to a little racial issue where it's kind of a plantation that's mentality. What you, that's what you're talking about. Uh, you're, you're basically Dabo, bro. I'm literally saying I'm fine with NIL. No, I, no, no, you're, but, but you're not fine with you're not fine with them being able to just get up and leave anytime they want. Too much money. You, you're you're not fine with them having as much power as they do. And that uh, look, yes, you you're not at the extra step where Dabo is, where Dabo's just no, y'all can't make no money. You're not there. But the the sentiment behind why Dabo feels that way 
is the, is the same sentiment you are I expressing. don't think you guys are understanding the, the concept of giving an 18-year-old a million dollars. But you're making eight, on, you're on, making on, 10 million off the 18-year-old. How is that fair? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, God damn it. All right. I'm saying that their heads get crossed. I'm not si- I'm sitting here and saying he's probably making the best decision for his life right this second. Not necessarily Four years down the line, in, in terms I of I think thirty year olds in the league still make the same mistake with the money they hey, get. So what well, they're fucking mean? idiots. That's why. But no, no. no listen, Clayton. Clayton, this is this is what we were talking about the plantation mentality here. Why is your solution to take? Say okay, no, you can't you're, you're make. You that can't make a million dollars. Responsible with the money, so I'm not going to give you the money. Clay, I Clayton, s- I don't think you're responsible with your money, so I'm not going to give you. you the I, money I, you I didn't say. I didn't say that. I'm saying it's going to fuck with a lot of kids. That you have but, a Texas. Again, you have the Texas A. Let's just say this. Let's just say this. You have Texas A and M giving you a million dollars. You have I don't know Alabama giving you nine hundred thousand. You have Georgia giving you eight. You're going to go it based off money. You're not going to go based off what you want. No, no, true. first things first. You're not going you're based off what you want. How many kids leave college early? You'll join the team for the paycheck and realize, oh, shit, I'm not getting on the field. I still want to make it to the league. I'm going to go somewhere. How many crazy. kids leave college early to go play in the NFL to go get money? Clayton, how who many are kids? you? But because well, why am I playing for the team? But that's the point that I'm trying to make, bro. If you have a problem with the boosters giving them all this type of money, seven-figure deals. If the schools would have paid the players in the first fucking place, wouldn't have this problem. Been a cap. You, you wouldn't have, have, have problem. this problem in the first and place. The second thing, Clayton. First things first. Who are you to tell the players what they want? What, so what if I want to? I want to go to to freaking. Jackson State, because Jackson State's going to give me a, a million dollars. Guess what? To play. There's some goofy-ass motherfucker that... Uh, if that's what I want to do, that's what I want to do. With no issue with it. People, people are doing... Like, and again, you're acting like this is something that hasn't been going on. There are... They're, they've been giving 18-year-olds chargers and money Houses and all kinds of stuff. All they've shit. been doing By it already. And real quick, Robert, Go ahead, go ahead. First things first, what I'm telling you, to, to get you on... Uh, to basically support what Robert was saying with the plantation mentality. Why is your solution, you're 18 years old, you can't have a million dollars, gonna fuck with your head. I'm not saying that's not reasonable. I think all of us can say that yes, there might be, there is some concern that we might have for giving, for a, a young player, have a young person, forget player, a young person just having an obscene amount of money. Money that, let's be honest, like the dynamics of, the dynamics of college football are, they're probably young black players from an inner city somewhere. They've never seen this kind of money. And they probably never dreamed to see. They, dr- they could only dream of seeing that kind of money if they make it to the NFL. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I can understand, like, you might have concerns. But why is your concern to take, why is your solution to take the money and not know? We need to have the schools and the programs invest in, in financial program, literacy. Or financial something. literacy. You need to teach these kids how to, how to manage their money. Teach the kids how to do their taxes. Make sure that that they don't get in trouble with it that way. Well, understand like all I right, never well, said wha- take the money away from them. You want a salary cap? No, that's y- taking y- no. Money from I think them. he wanted to be more regulated. But that that that's is putting that is putting. So we're gonna the, leave the it like easiest way. The easiest way to regulate it. You the, the regulate when you talk about regulation with that is it's a salary cap. That's all it is. Y- well, or, or regu- some regu- sort okay. of money is some side of cap that somebody you gets. Take, if if. If freaking John Ruiz wants to give um, f- f- some 18-year-old kid uh, a, a, a million-dollar NIL deal, 
Let him. Because here's what. And this is why I'm going to tell you. the people They got people that criticize John Ruiz. John Ruiz, look, he gives them the money. They work. He makes them work. They sign a contract. You, they, uh, you have whatever appearances you need to do for his company. You don't do those appearances, you don't get paid. You get paid every two weeks, just like it's a job. And he does it. And on top of that, Miami has a couple players. Their punter, the, the big dude with the tattoos, uh, his name escapes me at the moment, which is cr- Lou, he- uh, Lou, Lou he- Headley. Uh, Lou Headley. He is from Australia. He is not a citizen of this country. He's here on a student visa, which means he cannot, he technically cannot work in this country. So he has an NIL deal. They went to Australia, so he can do, he, he, they did their, their ad or whatever, his appearance for his deal in Australia. That's, that's what I'm saying. He is educating the people that work for him, the kids that work for him. He's educating them, look, this is how this has to be done. This is how you do things the right way. I think I think you're getting the wrong mentality from what I'm trying to I say. I think I know what he's trying to say. I think his issue is that they They're shouldn't. They're using and abusing the kids. Well, that's that, and I think you think there should be maybe like if they do sign a deal, they have to be with the school for a certain amount of time. They're using but and again, abusing the kids is, now compared to what they were doing before, which was what then? Using no, and abusing. You're, you're abusing. Okay, Khalil, you okay. you're right. But what I'm oh, cool. Does, just because you're using and abusing them without money, using and abusing them with like a little fucking what do you but call if this? I'm gonna be a carrot. If I'm going to be that what you call? Well, you say a little carrot. That's, that's yeah. Expression. If you're you're you using and abusing, you're not you're not br- you're not promised. You're I'd not pr- rather get a million dollar check than do it for free. I don't <laughs> know. I don't prom- know what we're doing. You're not, you're we not, don't have a job, right? That's you're not used promising you can this. You still get paid every two weeks, though. You're not promising this kid. I'll do for free. You're not promising this kid a better sports career. You're promising which he's done his entire life. You're promising this kid a million dollars for one year just so you could come to the school and probably play for the rest of the year? No. You're promising this kid on fucking fairy dust and dreams. Not even what he's supposed to be doing. I mean, isn't, but don't, okay, but isn't that listen. what every recruiting trip is? Selling somebody on a dream you're or selling, something? There's no you're doing that of anyway. None of this ever, ever been guaranteed. You're selling your... You're you, you, you not going to do his door and sit on the damn, his damn couch and tell him that he's going to be the starting re- uh, uh, receiver for some fucking team. And when he get there, he realize, oh, there's three other guys better than me. I'm not telling in the field. That was for free. That was before they even signed the check. So what are we talking about? That's he got dude, you there. It's, it's, not, it's all been the same. The only difference is they're getting paid. Right. The, the solution. Thing. The solution should not be. Look, if you want to talk about regulating it for like the sanctity of the sport, fine. Because yes, bl- the fact that look, the, um, unless because it's only going to get worse from here. Unless guys. something. I don't know what you guys are thinking. Well, you know I mean, the solution no. was the schools pay the fucking players. It wouldn't. Get, it wouldn't. Solution. It wouldn't became. Yeah, because look, they got overruled by the government. Yeah. They could have gave them like. They could have gave them athletic stipends. I, I yeah. said. I listen. No, you don't need to. Look, you, the solution to that. You want to do it? Make the players employees. Collectively bargain. Give just them like the, insurance. Just right. like give them insurance. Just like the NH, the NHL, the NBA, the NFL. You want to cap them? Do it that way. Because now you okay, fine. Whatever this, whatever salary cap you want to set. And, you know, the, the, the league, if it's the leagues, if it's the NCAA, whatever, however that gets sorted out, that would be wildly complicated. But they've already, they've already demonstrated they didn't want to do they that. Didn't In do fact, that. not only did the, the, the NCAA not want to do it, Northwestern, I don't know if you remember, Northwestern p- athletes tried to unionize. The Supreme Court said no. They can't do yeah, that. Yeah, because they're, 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 they're students, they're, they're amateurs. So, so their loophole you, you was we're going to have you gonna have fans of the team wind up funding it, and they thought that mi- millionaire Texas dude wasn't going to wild out. 
Of course, this is that, what they wanted in the first place. In this economy. Yes, this where, is what they Where wanted. the people already got money, got more money now. Yes. The solution. Money just burn a hole in their pocket. Ooh, where can I spend this? Oh, I could pay to make my college team better so I could brag about it with my friends. Yes, that was the plan. They didn't realize it was going to blow up this fast. Well, this just means that uh, college football has now been uh, introduced to what we call capitalism. Yeah. Basically. And by the way, I just want to let you know, like, by and large, like, the boosters, like, don't have a problem with this. They like doing it. Like, these are egos. Like, like I said, burning holes in their pocket. In they want to spend money on these kids. In fact, you probably want college boosters, like, you would want, like, your actual sports, like your NBA and your NFL, to be to be more like booster culture oh, instead oh, oh, of... Oh, oh, oh. No, That's astronomical type of money right there. Shady. No, I'm <laughs> just saying. God forbid Elon Musk becomes like a fucking Warriors fan or some shit like that. Lord have mercy. I'm, I'm not talking about like, you know, you, you, it's like soccer where it's just, I'm not talking about that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the mentality where I, like, for example, the Marlins don't have a $30 million payroll. Yeah, we could use a booster. That's yeah. what I'm talking yeah. about. Why do you have a sports team if you, for a 30, like the A's. Like, why? Why do you own a sports team if, if you're out here being, like, frugal? What are you talking about? They definitely could get some. Like, you didn't, buy, you didn't buy that. For, you bought a sports team. Like, it's like buying a Lamborghini. You bought a sports team so you could flex on your friends. And you're so, oh, yeah, I own the A's. Oh, 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 oh. Hide the money. There's poor people. There's <laughs> <laughs> poor people. <laughs> like, like, what are you doing? That's, that's what I'm talking about. This makes the sport. It, it makes the sports it makes sports fun it makes it exciting it makes it exciting you need to the the, the so like i said the solution is not to to take away from the players this is it, it it's you need if you're conser- if you're so concerned about the players cuz that's always the excuse you're so concerned about these kids well educate them that's all you have to do. Instead Educate of them, giving them free algebra classes as you know part of your oh you know since you g- play for us you know we'll give you a free algebra. Actually, give them financial literacy. Actually, give them seminars where they know how to use their money, not spend it on fucking cars and being in the club and all that shit. If y'all care about the players so goddamn much, yeah. I mean, it's real funny. Everybody loves capitalism until ta- until it's time, until capitalism doesn't work for you anymore, and now it's working for other people. I will say this though, in, in regards to your argument about um, the coaching discrepancies, if you do, let's say you do buy the talent, and the talent shows over the years, you might see some of these coaches wind up getting kicked to the curb. Because if you feel like you you have a team that's worth something and actually win something, and a bullshit coach has been getting by for the past five years, you might want to say, okay, let me find somebody that's actually seriously good at coaching and actually make my team better, as opposed to just paying the same guy who underachieved over the years. So I think over time you can see a lot of coaching changes too that'll make the competition um, a yeah, lot a lot stronger. Why I gotta pay Nick Saban ten million dollars a year? Yeah, because I mean I'm not gonna say, I'm not saying Nick Saban's a fraud, but I'm just saying if it just so happened he looks like an ordinary coach this season, and looks like everybody else, then what are we paying all them all this money for? You can find somebody else to I do that. I could go job. get Dan Lanning for five. All right. Well, I think that was a great conversation, but we're Wait, we're running on say. time. Well. This is usually what happens when we talk about players getting paid in college football. It's been going on for like two years now. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is quite sad. There you go. All right. Khalil, let's, let's wrap this up. Can we uh, – final thoughts, please. Um, shout out to Red Bull for taking one and two in the uh, Spanish Grand Prix in Barcelona. Um, <laughs> Barcelona. Go Heat. Heat and five still to this day. Panthers, God bless you. I, I don't even know what to say. Ooh. I I, st- I, st- I don't – I don't consider the season uh, a failure, though. I still don't. 
honestly. Mm, I wouldn't either. When you get um, swept, that's a failure. Move. Yeah, but you ain't never been there. It's kind of hard. I mean, T- Tampa has our number. I don't know what to tell you at this point. There's nothing we can do about that. Um, they're not even competing, dog. They look. They just like. Uh, okay. Well, we made it to the second. They're just skating. Just the free skate. They're just out there. Basically. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I have? H- has anybody seen the new Tua Tua uh, video packages? Nah, I'm gonna wait till I see with my better. own eyes at training camp uh, okay. in a couple months. Yeah, it's looking a lot better. I'll um, be the so judge. I'm optimistic about that. Um, what else? I think that's all I got. Fight the power. All right, there you go. Hunch, what you got for me? I'm very excited about game four tomorrow. Okay. Um, an opportunity to take a stranglehold on the series. Um, I think Boston will come out better. I think game four, game four, hopefully will be. Uh, the most competitive game yet, because um, even you know I like the Heat, but uh, you know, and I want them to win. But you know, I would like to see some competitive basketball. None of these teams, the Western Conference, ain't ain't giving me nothing there either. So, um, Heat and five, we'll tow that party line there. Oh, still holding on. Yeah, we got to tow the party line. That's that's what it is. That's that's how you do. Okay. Um. I did, uh, everybody out there, to my Heat fans out there listening, that's a big time shot, Luca. Um, everybody, make sure you have the guts, all right? Because you're out there, you're watching ESPN in the morning, your first take, or whoever, Colin, if you listen to, what's his name, Colin Coward, or whatever, whatever you listen to. A lot of people out there trying to make you feel like the Heat just not it. They're trying to test your guts. And just remember, Got to have the guts to be to be a, a Heat fan. Doesn't come without guts. Glory does not come without guts. So. All right, well said. That's my message to y'all. All right, Clayton. It'll be Monday, May 23rd, and Georgia are still your national champions. And I have another champion to add to the book as oh, well. Oh, who you got? AC Milan winning the Series A uh, league title for the first time in 11 years. I don't watch La Liga. I don't watch the Premier League. I care about my Italian brothers over there. So my favorite uh, favorite soccer team won their league title. Shout out to Ibra. What a beautiful man. Oh, and Ibra is on that team. Yeah, he is. Uh, and, yeah, I think that's it for me. All right. Um, I ain't really got any final thoughts. I said pretty thing really well. Uh, Heaton, Heaton 5 or Heaton 6, still holding on. That's oh, five. Sorry, yes. Okay, season. five. Which heat and five. It? Heat and five. Heat and five, baby. You just heat and five. Listen to my speech about having the guts. And this is heat and five. All right. Uh, I don't got anything else besides that. Are we we good to go? Y'all like this episode? No? Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. All right. I enjoyed myself. All right. Well, this has been the latest and greatest episode from the Type Talk podcast. We will see y'all next week. We are out. This has, has been, been another five star production. production.